All right, are we live? We is. Awesome. Uh, I was just talking to someone on Facebook here from uh, Tilsonburg, and he says he's got four feet. Well, my back still late when I hear that word. Four feet of snow? Four feet of snow. Or like he had, he's like got four legs. Then. Yeah, he what? says we got we got four plus. Oh, maybe that's four inches. Okay. We had 30 something, so that's like what? Just over a foot? We had 30, 30 centimeters of snow? We had 33, yeah. according to UW. Really? There's no way. I, mine was... Yeah, we had about this much. I think we had inches. eight inches, seven, eight inches. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I like to, All right, ladies and gentlemen. I like to lie just so I can impress people with my snow knowledge. <laughs> exactly. You have Your snow knowledge? You have snow knowledge? <laughs> oh, well. Um, all right. Well, listen, guys. Welcome. This is our weekly paintball show. My name is Todd Ansich. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, as you can see, we also have uh, Gavin Sharma from Turretech Industries and Snowwatch. Snow Watch Canada, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, hopefully you are warm and toasty where you are and uh, you have hunkered down for the night. And thank you so much for tuning in and making us part of your Monday night. So hit like, like and share button and uh, hit a tag a friend of two and let them know what you're doing tonight. Oh, yeah. And uh, Joe Kimson from Flag Raiders Paintball. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in tonight to a beautiful Behind the Bunker. It's a snowy one here in southwestern Ontario. Um, we had to dig out, brush our cars off, but here we are. We made it to the show, and it's uh, going to be a good show. And then uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, Bobby Dow says uh, Niagara has over three inches of snow. But then it all just would have went over, and it would have been gone, right? Over the falls? Yeah. Was it over the American falls or the Canadian falls? And then uh, do we need to in- in- introduce Zuby? Because he's just going to get upset that, oh, well, I'll get introduced <laughs> last. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> Fake laugh. <laughs> General comment about the weather. It snowed. It sure um, did. Talk about shares and likes. Yes, thank you for liking and sharing the show, um, especially those who share the show, because you're the only ones that count. That's right. The rest of you, as Josh would say, are dead to him. Oh. The rest of you might as well take up Airsoft. So listen, podcast, 422, uh, paintball show episode 542. We've been doing this a little bit of, a little bit of time, ladies and gentlemen. 542? Yeah, so thanks for tuning in. Um, no, it's like 8.07. Yeah, we're a little late. Oh. See what I did there? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this tonight's show is brought to you by Manscaped, ladies and gentlemen. If you would like to... Uh, sorry, Gavin, I didn't prepare you. If you guys would like to get something no. from the Manscaped website, use BTB20 and get 20% off. And we'll tell you more about Manscaped uh, shortly. I used the trimmer before I came tonight. That's why you can't hear me whistling into the microphone. <laughs> I used I used the weed whacker and trimmed out my nasal passages. It is it the weed whacker? Me. Yeah. Oh, oh the other one's the lawnmower. Yeah. So let's just say this is TMI Monday because I've tried both products and I quite enjoy them both. Yeah, I do too. And I'm glad the trimming of the nose hairs stopped that breathing over the microphone from you, Josh, because otherwise we, as a group, we're going to hold you down and use a sledgehammer take like your teeth. And when I was listening <laughs> in Rewind, you can hear my nose hairs hitting the mic, so it's like... <laughs> it's like this constant brushing sound. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It yeah, was almost you, to the point where Ned Flanders was going to actually <laughs> say something. <laughs> All right. So welcome. So yeah, thank you to Manscaped and more information about them as the show goes on. Uh, speaking of Josh Zubizabrikis, mm-hmm. you sent a picture to the group about uh, you're watching. Josh missed the show last week uh, and instead chose chose to watch it on his, uh, what is that, 10-inch? That is a 108-inch, te- so it's a 9-inch television. Wow. Or 9-foot, sorry. 9-inch. <laughs> <laughs> See, all this- See, you're definitely not a, you're not a snow uh, expert like myself. 
Yeah. yeah. That I'm, is a, I'm a, clearly a screen expert. That is a massive screen, Mr. Zubrickus. Yeah. It's it's actually my living room, so it's just a really small room. Okay. <laughs> there you go. No, but it's nine feet, nine feet and you measure on the diagonal when you do yeah. television screens, right? Yes. Yeah, so it's a nine-foot screen. And then immediately after that, I watched Cooking Lessons with Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> who is in that bigger than me. <laughs> if you had an Austin Mini, it would hang out both sides of the windows. I had a Mini. Yes. Um, Thank you to Chase Traffic Morris for sending in this photo. This is one of his memories. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Look at young Dusty. I was thinking, look at young Zubrikis. Look at that. Let's just do a little zoomy here because... uh, I'm thinner now than I was. Look at how... Well, well, let's go go over here for a second. Look at Josh. Those stripes, that striped shirt makes you look like a Weight Watcher spokesman. Like look, you're like super thin. And He's like Jared. Wait, wait, we can't say no. that. No, no, please don't say that. Yeah, please don't say that. You're you're a taut little children. Swedish boy. <laughs> and there's Joe hiding under a cap. That's when he did have lustrous hair. And that's uh, Colonel Mustard standing in front of us. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And Garvin, wow, you look like a spring chicken, Gavin. I look the same. Nothing much the has same. changed. Yeah, there's yeah, Dusty right there. Yeah. Even Matt's beard was fledgling back then. Fledgling. <laughs> he still has the same shifty eyes, well, though. That's fledgling. when Matt used to have cheeks. Look at them. <laughs> I just want to pinch them. <laughs> there you awesome. go. Thanks, Chase. I'm wearing a contract killer's Follow. Chase that's how long you are. that was. Um, Wow. Masks, ladies and gentlemen. I know part of the world doesn't need masks and you've all burnt yours already. But if you have uh, the need for one, send uh, send me a message. I have a I have uh, about 20. Well, not so much anymore. I probably have a dozen behind the bunker masks left. If you're looking for something that you can wear. uh, Yeah. Send me a message. I have them for sale. I have a link where you can purchase them through. Maybe start marketing them as face warmers. Ah, that's true. We could pre-lick them, too, for a small fee. <laughs> Miniature scarves. Um, Do you have flag rated ones, too? You can, you can get ones. one with Matt's beard oil rubbed in it. <laughs> Gavin's other beard oil rubbed in it. New uh, new offering here. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong monitor. I didn't mean to cut you off. New okay. new, new arrival here. Planet Eclipse Speedster Loader from Pro Boys. Pro-toys. HDE. Pro Toys, sorry. Uh, Joe, you sent me that. I did. Yeah, I think it was last. Well, maybe it was early this week that you sent that in. But that's... Uh, it's I do a, enjoy that uh, HDE. You know what? It, it would look good on HDE EMG 100 or any any sort of recreational paintball marker genre, if you will. And it would it blend in well um, in, in most terrains and match most camouflage patterns. Yeah. I just got really disappointed. I looked under my seat. There wasn't any there. I know. I just, I, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I felt one on there. And there was, I was hoping there'd be one taped to the bottom of my seat like my life jacket. But no, there wasn't. it wasn't even there. That's a good-looking marker. I mean, uh, loader. Yeah, loader. yeah. Speaking of that, why doesn't Oprah ever want to come on our show? I mean, we send a letter to her every week. That damn Stedman gets in the way. Yeah. Damn Stedman. I think that's who it is? <laughs> I think he's jealous. She's his, uh, or he, he's her Yoko. <laughs> yeah. Um, sad, I knew that. sad news in the world of paintball, uh, local paintball, that is. Uh Joe, you want to? Yeah, Jen, Jen, Jen Marshall, um, aka Shutter, who was you know a regular at our field, uh, I guess a fixture. She you know was uh, Steve Tiffin, um, also known as uh, Raptor PB, was his 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 girlfriend, I guess his his um, partner. partner, and she sadly passed away last week. Um, uh, 
after a brief a brief illness and you know we all we all knew knew Jen well. We spent a lot of time with her at the field. We you know her you know her smile smiling face was always present or her you know when she's behind her purple mask or she was on the field taking pictures, building bunkers. You know, she she enjoyed, you know, not necessarily the sport of paintball, but the people of paintball and, and all, you know, every, everybody around in the whole, you know, uh, paintball family, I guess. And she was, you know, as, as close a part of the Flagrider family as anybody. And, you know, now, you know, she's gone, but, you know, she will live on in infamy. And, we, you know, we, we miss her and we think about her and our, and our, and our you know, thoughts are with Steve and his son, Aiden, who, you know, lost you know not only a partner but you know uh, a battle buddy if you will so you know give um give steve some positive vibes and um you know think think about it and, you know yeah we, we're all sending positive thoughts and vibes to yeah, uh, so, to steve yeah. and uh, and, and uh, everybody who's uh, feeling it's tremendous loss so steve thinking about you buddy um and uh there's some more information to come shortly todd i'm gonna pin it right now there is a gofundme if you guys uh are local and knew knew the family know the family or knew her um i just put the GoFundMe link in there i mean you know whatever you can spare would would certainly help uh you know losing losing a breadwinner in the family or i would that be the right thing to say no a, a bread earner in the family you know at I such a loved one Yes, how but about just a love I'm, I'm, I'm a talking person. about financially, oh, right? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. So, I mean, these are all. Is, Thank anyway, you. <laughs> really, it's gonna be really, really challenging times for everybody uh, who has uh, who, who has met uh, Jen, who was a wonderful addition to the field and uh, brought such a spark. And uh, her enthusiasm for the game uh, and for flag raiders in general was very contagious. So, yeah. uh, it's a tremendous loss for for everyone. But we are thinking about Turbo and uh, and Raptor right now as well. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah it always sucks when you lose somebody. Uh, especially, you know, someone is young and unexpectedly, and well, yeah. I mean, it'd be okay if like Josh or something, but like, oh, that's when it's nice. some, I'm just kidding. Jesus, Jesus. 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 I'm knocking, I'm knocking on my wooden table. I'll let, <laughs> can says, you imagine if that's says the last Todd, thing I the said only to guy him? who's going to walk home from the studio tonight? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of walking, and and uh, I saw George Hey in the live chat. George, a week doesn't go by where we don't pick on you just a little bit. Joe shot, saw these before the show and thought you'd be interested. Because it is the winter now, maybe you need a little extra gription but those are in like, the snow. Those are like super kung fu designer Crocs. They, is it the Yeezy shoes that look, might, have might, like the weird kind of bottom like that? Or is it is the Adidas or no, those, those space ones? Like the Nike ones. That, I think okay, they're Nike, the Nike, but okay. I, I don't, those ones came in a really fancy case. They're probably, if someone, if you go to Modern Notoriety on Instagram, you'll see those. I don't know how much they cost, yeah, but I would I'm be interested. That, they're yeah. pretty cool. But look at, look at the picture for a Did second. Did you just say you'd be interested? He has. How much they cost? <laughs> Joe wears those shoes with the individual toes. But it legitimately looks like Does they just really? dipped it in a vat of goo. Or just stepped in paint. Yeah. yeah. Or just got goo on it. Did you know Bukaki ruined my carpet? Silence. <laughs> <laughs> just let it go. Just let it hang there for a bit. I love it. Nobody bailed him out. No. Nope. Whatever. I don't need bailing. There's no more bailing for that. I don't need bailing. Um, Your carpet did. I uh, had a, uh, an email from our podcast host, and they sent me some stats I wanted to share with you guys. Do you know that 76% of people that listen to this show listen through Apple 
and only 20% on Spotify. We're never going to catch up Joe Rogan if we don't... Uh, is that all your old 76 Apple computers running in the other room? I could do it in the show. Yeah. And, is that uh, from the pharmacy company? So here's all, the, here's all the breakdown of the, of the top like six or seven here. Um, but we get a lot of people from India on Ghana. G-A-A-N-A. Is that where you listen? Ghana. Ghana. How would you pronounce that? Ghana. Ghana. G-A-A-N-A. Yeah. You said that's India? Pod, it's from India. Is it Podbeans? Where's okay. Podbeans yeah. from? So, wait, wait, hold on a second. It says Google is 1% of that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We we, a, now, I thought a lot market. more people are We've using Google We've only been on Google for about two months. But when you look at the you know the, the few thousand people that are listening to us, Google 1%, that's still... 10, maybe? 10, 20, 30, yeah. yeah. Well, it's because I listened to it on my Google... Hey Google, can you play behind the bunker for thirty seconds and play it again? That's how you get your numbers. Like, <laughs> well, no, IP if you, if you go like back to, hear my to that voice. and think we have like a thousand listeners, uh, say we have a thousand downloads yeah. a week. It's seventy six percent. That's seven hundred and sixty of of that. Our Apple, essentially, our Apple. Correct. Yeah. Right. So Google would be. All right, can we can we skip the Rain Man episode? <laughs> it's kind of interesting. It's statistically, yeah. it's interesting. I do want to show you this though. This is the map. Um, oh, more Rain Man stuff. Right? Like, so the darker the color, the more the the more the listeners. So you can see that By the country, US, right? Yeah. So U.S. is the biggest. Canada wow. second. It's weird see... seeing Alaska as part of America. Look at look at that little <laughs> yeah. blip in Africa. Where's if you, that? If it looks, yeah. it looks like we have a lot of listeners in Alaska. So yeah. it was, was it Tunisia? Uh, we were big in with, during the paintball show. Yeah. 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 But there's also On people Sky listening. TV, there's right? also Sky people TV. listening in the Samoa. That's because we talk about all the prices, right? References. <laughs> so they're tuning in. All the Samoans watch. Yeah. Look at that. Alaska. Sorry, did you want that? Man? I was trying to figure out what country that is in Africa. Okay. Let me zoom in. Do they have the countries <laughs> on it? No. Oh, well, that, go- Google it now because tomorrow it'll change. Is that Ghana? It's hard to tell. I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll look. Up. That that platform that I talked to was a was a Indian, um, like hosting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that was my confusion. Yeah. So, anyways, there you go. It I is, it is that Ghana. Too. That's what. It's not India. It's Ghana. No, 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 no. The, <laughs> the, 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 the podcast yeah, okay. platform. Yeah, right. No, the okay. country that that is yeah. Ghana. It's, it's yeah. we we are aware that's not yeah. India. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> it only becomes not boring when you have something to say about it. If you're paying attention to the show. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I haven't been sitting here for 543 episodes or whatever this is called. Uh, Ryan McGee says, uh, sends us a question today. He says, uh, my question for mail time this week is, how long did it take Joe and Gavin to realize that following me on TikTok was a monumental mistake? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about that before the show. Specifically, specifically you, Ryan McGee. Hang yeah. on a second. Ryan McGee, I, I get it. But why are you two on TikTok? I did it to more voyeur, uh, look at the videos, yeah. not actually I have a flag reader TikTok. But, but I, we talked about this before. Uh, we were sitting, doing uh, the sound check. Uh, John Jones, I wanted to thank you so much for that, that question that you submitted last week in terms of the TikTok, that, you know, what people's handles were or tags or whatever whatever you call it on TikTok. Uh, so you can get on the, uh, the paintball side of TikTok. Well, because of you and some of the viewers that I have followed back, I am now on the uh, the uh, paintball side of TikTok. So thank you for introducing yeah. me to that side of TikTok. 
And Behind the Bunker does have an account. We haven't posted anything. I'm going to work on this week, start putting clips of the show together and put them on TikTok. Uh, so do follow there if you want. Um, but I will say, and, and I'm embarrassed to say this, since I reconnected with TikTok, um, when I go to bed, I'll look through some of my social media apps and I'll look at TikTok and it'll be 40 minutes that goes by and I still realize I'm scrolling and yeah. I'm like, what the Christ am I doing? And uh, I, I shut it off and I go into something else. And I just wasted 40 minutes looking at cats and Does it dancing have that and timer thing you can set where if you are on it for 20 minutes, it like lets you know. I just don't know. The, but it's a parental controls. I can controls. see why. Yeah, I can see why yeah. people are on TikTok so that all the is, time. That is like my 4 a.m. if I can't sleep anymore since I've woken up at night for my third trip to the yeah. washroom. But it, but um, that's what I do. But, you get but to sleep. You don't know who you're... Okay, so if you're on Facebook, I know that's old time, old school, but if you're on Facebook, you see the person's name and you see their post. And they, you can yep. see where it's originated from, where they shared it or, or posted it. On Instagram, it's a little like that. You can still see as you're scrolling, if you happen to glance up to see the person's name who posted it or on the reels. But on TikTok, their name is, the opacity of their name is like at 50%, so you can barely see it. The only reason why you'd ever want to click on is maybe you want to see something more for them. But it's much more anonymous. Like I don't even know whose videos I'm looking at. Yeah. I don't. I don't follow anybody, or I don't have a need to. Like, it's it's less engaging. It's just mind numbing. And, and I'm and it's not bad. Like it's a good thing if you're going to the bathroom and you want to kill a couple minutes, right? Like it's pure just quick you, entertainment. But you know what the internet actually calls that? Data mining. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So whatever. Good. Good for TikTok and those of you that are on it. I'm. I'm really gonna try not to. <laughs> it's like a bad it's like a bad addiction like it's like you taste taste why don't you something. just play clash of clans like normal people yeah oh no, sorry back to tiktok again nick kelly in the uh, chat says tiktok can get millions of views and it can because it, you get a captive audience and it just randomly populates to yeah. uh to your device the problem is though like there's times too where you're on tiktok and you watch something that has a certain song to whatever they're doing and you scroll it's the same freaking song you scroll again it's the same song and it's like okay i'm out so um that's part of my uh, what I enjoy about the platform. I'm trying to do the investigative work in terms of where the original sound came from, or the, the clip oh, okay. and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. yeah I, I do you like wear that. a hat like Sherlock Holmes and use a magnifying glass when you're doing this kind I of do, sleuth but I can't work? Do, I can't do it in the sun because it burns. <laughs> it burns. It burns a hole in your screen. Yeah. That's yeah. right. Bobby Dow says TikTok is the devil. It sure it is. Sure is. It is. But you know what? Before you get off that platform, go head on over and like behind the bunker. We'll put some highlight videos up this week. I think once the weather gets nicer and maybe we're back at a field, uh, Gavin may start producing some content. There you go. We could do some content together. Tell us Enjoy what content. song you'd like us all to dance to. Um, I think <laughs> CNC Music Factory, nice. Everybody Dance Oh, that would be good. Okay, my oh. wife's watching Celine Dion. Apparently there's like a thing where they re reenact the Titanic scene where the heart will go on. And people are using dogs and their husbands and every it's it's like every video has that song on. It sounds like after show material. It, it yes. sure it does. does. Skip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, just speaking about music, right quick. I yeah. heard this today and before I forget. I thought this was really really awesome. There's a German techno band coming out with a new album, Kraftwerk, only <laughs> to be released on Nintendo 64 cartridges. Awesome, neat. Yeah. Okay. Sixty-four bit <laughs> dance music on a Nintendo sixty-four cartridge. I was like, brilliant! Wow, good for them. Um, all right, sorry, we should move on, yes, ladies and yes, gentlemen. Um, oh, 
This came in. Uh, I saw this from Christopher Longfellow. Nice. Oh wow! Did you guys know Plant Eclipse even had cleats? No, I did not. I think no. I've. I think I recognize them. Like they, they look like the Exalt cleats, private branded for Eclipse. Oh, let's wow, see. Let's wee. see. Those are cool. So he has one size 13, five size 12, eight size 11. He wants basically you to buy more, the whole see bunch. See more. <laughs> basically, he's not selling a shoe. He's selling the whole lot. So you'll have to take kids oh. fives and sixes and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, good for him. I wonder if Ed has a bunch of uh, exalt cleats kicking around. I'd like to get a pair of those. Still. I reckon I would too. He's uh, probably tripping over his phone right now to send you a text. Yeah, I got lots. How many do you want? <laughs> this sent uh, in from Paul... Uh, Paul Bull. He says, this is supposed to be a one-of-one custom Wargame product STO. I want to put it back to original period. uh, Or I want to put it back to the original period. Uh, That is correct. What do I need to do and change? Uh, Thank you. I love the show. Scroll up a bit. So I'm going to zoom in. That's a smart parts on off ASA. I guess that's pretty consistent with with the genre. So the bolt and the pin look correct. Or is the is, is that the, a cocking the, rod is correct? Is that a brass trigger shoe on there? It is. Probably the beaver tail is, is correct. But is I the, would say it's not. I would say it's stainless only because okay. the sheen off of here. Is that a Dalron bolt though? Wouldn't it be a chrome bolt? Or do you think it's consistent like al- with aluminum? I believe it's the stock, uh, the standard uh, STO bolt. And then here, That's all this stock. is this the, is wrong. The, the three way. What's wrong? Because it would have been a brass. It would have been a brass three-way. Would it? Yes, it would have been a brass three-way. Uh, well, that grip oh, yeah, you're right. You're right, you're right. Um, and it would match the the um, the ram there. Ram. The, the the reg is right. The the low pressure reg is right. And then I don't know. This is a cocker reg. I don't know if it's this came proper. On the outcasts. Yeah, but it's the yeah. same. It's okay. So that reg is the same reg as the other auto cockers. It just has the outside shell. Internally, it's exactly the same reg. Yes. Um, so I, I believe that that's correct. So if you got rid of, I don't you, think that, got, that grip and, frame is all. It's die grip frame. Die grip frame would be wrong. Is right? it a die it grip frame? Die, it would just you be can a, see above the sticky. Yeah. But it would yeah, be it a regular a grip frame normally, or a regular forty-five normally. But that's an aftermarket grip, right, Gavin? Because WGP had their own grips. Yeah, they, they did. did. Yes. And yeah. then the uh, the bottom, the the uh, custom products on the bottom. No, doesn't that's all matter. Smart parts. Yeah, oh, sorry. It doesn't matter because, because they, those didn't guns, come, they didn't come with it. Yeah, so however yep. you dress it, you're fine. So really, arguably, the only thing you need to do is change the three-way, but really... The whole trigger frame. The whole trigger, the whole trigger frame. frame. That's a die trigger frame. Yeah. Oh, Matt said it like sorry, six times. I thought he was talking about the grip frame. I'm sorry, Matt. He was no. talking about the, no, the grip frame, frame itself. Was, not the stickies itself, but well, both. Well, yeah, you yeah. need WG, well, both, yeah. WGP yeah. grips. You okay. think that's a die grip frame? 100%. Yeah, it's got an angle here yeah, on the Yeah, it's so Dave Youngblood right. signed it and you see it right there. <laughs> so there you go. So that hopefully that answers your question, sir. But realistically, only the keen eye is going to capture that, and it looks like it's going to be a good gun for Keen anyways. eye for the straight gun. Uh, this here, Wolf What's... posted up today. I thought it was great. I want to give it a little love. I saw it, and I, I, I agree. <laughs> How many fields have you been to and they don't have 4,500? Yes, sir. Yeah. Oh, it's, I still remember the uh, the big game we had of Flag Raiders when you guys brought in that really nice compressor. And I went up to the fill station first thing in the morning and I filled up my marker and it filled the 5K. And I was like, shh. I was like, I ran back to the TFR tent and I was like, guys, 
get your film now, check this out. And then like halfway through the day, someone else realized that if you left your tank on, it will go to 5K. And he walked around that staging area complaining all day long. And I thought, you stupid jerk. You should be in the stocks out front and allowing everybody with a 45K bottle who's ever got a short fill at a big game throwing empty bottles at you because that's a yeah. dick move. Yeah, Getting 45 strong at a field is pretty awesome. Let's be honest. Not every field has that opportunity, but when you get it, even fields that are equipped for it, sometimes they'll let their compressor cool off and you'll be, they're down for, not down, but they're closed for a little while uh, because it doesn't, you know, you can't run your compressor all day long. And sometimes you get a 4,000 fill and it's still great. But I mean, it's nice to have that 45 full, full thing. It's like, I'm, I, I can only imagine if you're a Tesla driver or a Tesla owner and you leave the house and you've got a hundred percent, right? Like that's got to have a good feeling. Um, I'll never know. No. Someday I would like, a, I would like something. Something electric someday. Hey, Gavin. What about a one wheel? Gavin. No, but like a... What about a Manscaped? I, I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Why? I would, there's some pretty neat electric trucks. I'd drive some of those trucks. Yeah. The Ford Tundra looks pretty good. Think so? There's a new Chevy one that's kind of cool. After show, right, Matt? Yes, please. Hey, Latin Saints, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. Have you guys been following the drama? Yeah. Was it drama? So new pro team to the league. And uh, they're now scooping up mad players. They took Alex Rodriguez Rodriguez. from Impact. They've taken uh, Carlos Cortez Cortez from uh, Iron Man. Nick Brogan. I know that name. I apologize. I don't know much more. There was speculation that Goldman was leaving Impact. And then just the next day, Alex Goldman signs. Uh, I hate that. I don't like good players leaving my team. My team is Edmonton Impact. That's the one I'm always cheering for. Corey Hall leaves uh, Iron Man as well and goes over to the Latin Saints. So Latin Saints are going to be the new sort of Houston Heat. If, if memory serves, guys, Houston Heat, they were nowhere to be found. And all of a sudden, they joined the Pro League and they had Tim Montressor and... Um, uh, Ryan Ryan Moorhead, Moorhead, you had, yes, uh, and not the Russians at the time, but they picked up Sloyak and all these other guys, and they formed a team. Um, I don't know. Some people are bitter that they're doing that. What do you guys think? Like and him too. It's it's a pro league. Absolutely. Look at hockey. Look I, at football. People are getting drafted all the time. People are getting scooped up, trading people. Asked to be traded. It sucks, but I just wish they wouldn't have taken some of the good players from uh, Impact. Impact. Um, yeah, but look at it this way, Todd. There's a hole in impact that you can fill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This old man's with never you be and on your it. axe. Yeah, maybe my DM4. I'll go out and play. Nice. You could use mine. There's a Sheridan in here somewhere too. Behind you. Yep. All right. Well, why don't we move on? We have uh, from the vault segment. We have mail time to get to. We have a topic to get to. We have prices right. Maybe there is paintball around the world. <laughs> but why don't we go to the vault and then we'll come right back into paintball around the world and then mail time. Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here where we go back in history, back into the early days of paintball. And I pull something out of my vault and I show you that's typically pretty old, pretty cool, pretty neat. And today's no different. Today I am showing you the Smart Parts custom tank cover. These ones are neoprene. I'm not going to open this one. This is hermetically sealed from our friends in Pennsylvania. But this is a Task Force Raiders genuine tank cover, brand new. 
it's been sublimated in the early days of sublimation by our friends at Smart Parts using the ACU pattern, and it has the Task Force Raiders logo on it as well. These are pretty neat. They have a little um, rubberized shoulder stock so it wouldn't slip off your camouflage or off your jersey. Sadly, I said the word jersey, or nowadays your plate carrier and your BDU shirt. But um, Smart Parts, we play paintball, we listen to the people who play paintball, and we produce our own paintball equipment. We believe equipment counts. That's true in just about everything we do, every sport we play. But this is the Smart Parts tank cover. This is a small one, probably for a 48 or a 53 cubic inch tank. Anyway, you've been watching Behind the Bunker, and this is From the Vault. We'll see you next time. Pew, pew. Welcome back to Paintball Around the World. All right, let's get into it. First poster for tonight is Reclamation Children of the Void, February 26th to 27th at Big Bang Paintball. Next up, Black Hawk Down coming to you March 19th and 20th at Official Paintball. And Kansas Cage Match going down April 23rd and 24th. This is an action scenario events hosted at Elite Sports in Stalingrad, the Red Verdict, May 7th. Oh, of course, brought to you by our friends at Mission Masters. In Candyland, the Gumdrop War, June 4th. Um, why not some get DEFCON paintball, June 25th. And then Mission Masters again with Alien versus Predator. Total Carnage, August 13th and 14th. And don't forget our favorite non-paintball paintball event of the year is Paintball Extravaganza. 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 When is that happening? It is happening. I know. I think Joe knows. I have some information on Paintball Extravaganza. It's happening February 8th to the 10th, 2022 at the Hilton Washington Dallas just minutes from the airport and there'll be a it's a giant trade show have an opportunity to meet other like-minded individuals such as yourself if you're a field operator meet some of the celebrities meet your suppliers and they will have lots of new product because most of them will be fresh back from the shot show in las vegas so should see some neat stuff Leave me alone for a couple seconds. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is mail time, the time where I get to rip open my sack and leave Todd alone for a couple of seconds. <laughs> I know that made the air. All right. Yeah. Oh, it sure did. So while we leave Todd with his private time, we're going to go into my sack and read some of the correspondence. Maybe I'm already in it. Uh, <laughs> oh. First one comes to us from Zane Smith, and Zane wants to know what are the most innovative products for paintball that worked but never went mainstream? The Firestorm Crank. The Firestorm Crank? Yep, I think so. Um, what about the HUD, Joe? The heads-up display yeah. by Empire. I think that was a pretty that was a pretty solid display. You know what? I think if that came out now, you would you would have better buy-in because the availability and, and access to data, phones with transmitting better, and more people buying into technology. Agreed. You know, it'd probably be a little cheaper. I think it was a little a little early. 
Uh, because the Canadian, yes, we were talking about this uh, previous shows, the Canadian market, we didn't have unlimited data at the time. That's right. right? And so it became really cost prohibitive to uh, to, to run that. Are we that still system. on the mic? We still don't. <laughs> I still I have unlimited data. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Unlimited data of like 5G up to 40 gigs, and then it slows down after that. To 40 gigs? 40 gigs at high speed, and then uh, and it slows down after that. But it goes to like 512K or something, doesn't it? I Dial never, up. I never hit my. Oh, four, essentially what it is. Never hit my forty gigs, but uh, I figured a couple of weekends of a heads up display. Yeah, heads up display, and then I might. I was yeah. gonna say you don't leave your house often, do you? What <laughs> what else? Wi Fi everywhere, right? Yeah. What else? Um, didn't. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mention this, and this is be a callback reference to my uh, my employer, Hydrotech. The uh, the water based paintballs. Yeah, that never yeah. came out. Yeah. So that came out. I uh, was tested for a while. Uh, look really, really promising in terms of you know it's not going to be impacted by uh, by environment. It can break in two colors. Uh, the shell could go underwater. That's like it was, right. It, it was, it was, yeah, they boasted some really strong claims, and all of a sudden it just disappeared. Disappeared like uh, like sand in the wind uh, <laughs> from TerraTech. But yeah, like so, I thought that was. Uh, it makes uh, you wonder, like innovative product in terms of the research and design and, and development. But then all of a sudden, it's just like, what happened to that? It makes you wonder if it was like. If they made it and they're like, yeah, this is great. But then they found out if they left a case of paint in a box for like two weeks, it also just turned back to water or, <laughs> just, or, or evaporate or, or, leaking, or like true. shrunk too small. Or so, like it makes you wonder if that's what it was or is it one of those weird corporate things where some big entity buys it and kills it. and then shelves it. Yeah, maybe for like just, years and years. Yeah. Like you never know. Right. Like I've heard of stuff even not even connected to the industry. Where that's things true. get bought and shelled. That's right? true. GI like, could have actually bought the company, shelled it, but the the shell. But you never know. It could have been Bear. That's true. Who wanted the technology and the for research ad, behind it, yep. and then off you go for a new Advil or something that's not going to come out for it's thirty true. years or very true. But the shell did. When we saw it, we did see samples of the shell. I thought and Skeletor and we do know. Showed, uh, yeah, we do know people it. who and it, had. And it was it, what really resembled the old RP Shear Advantage shell, which you know reacted quite a bit differently to moisture in the early days when they came out it had a little more res- resiliency to water and humidity was it that wasn't that quite advantage as moist. it wasn't more it was less gelatin i'm getting a cramp in my leg it was less gelatin um it's likely plastic like a plastic yeah more casing. plasticky so that you know that was um I pretty I popular. I think another product. That, not enough bananas. Another product. It is not enough bananas. Potassium. Yeah, yeah. I think another product that didn't get enough recognition. I think is the Empire Defender. Yeah. Maybe I, not the marker itself, but the idea of having the integrated. No, I think the mar- the marker itself was a great marker, but I. It's almost like pockets regionally in terms of where it was really, really popular, right? So that, that ended up getting shelved and morphed into the Raider, or I think it was called. Or yeah, right? and they, and, yeah, they killed it. And so. then they, uh, they bastardized it that people didn't want to touch anymore. It was very innovative. 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 But no, it, it got a short calling, I think. Because I saw the first one and I was like, hey, I'm excited to see 2.0, 3.0. Like, I was excited to see where it would go. Uh, then it went nowhere. Explore Paintball on YouTube, by the way, said uh, with Manscaped, you won't have sandy balls. I do. Very true. I do think that yeah, I wasn't even thinking Hydrotech when I when I when I heard your question. But what a great that is that is a good callback. That's uh, 
that was really promising like uh, for anybody who was around that time um, you know everybody was sort of looking at whatever publication came out at the time I, to see I, if they can get any information I know paintballs it. are biodegradable and they have all sort of whatever they have in them and everything but if you're a field owner and you have you know a very popular corner bunker or even a speedball field and a couple of weeks go by and you don't remove those paint it accumulates pretty damn quick and I would be way happier if there was something with a water base that would just stench something that you could Mm -hmm. even just take a little like instead of having to sweep up all the paintballs and move them along and and dispose of them it'd be neat if you could buy a little tiny steamroller thing and just pop all the paintballs and then the water would just or if there's something you could like sprinkle on it like spray it down with citric acid or something yeah, something break like it that down would be faster great. or thinking about like uh tiny. like orbeez the uh the jelly balls so yeah. if they just uh, go away it, yeah this sort of just evaporate oh, they sh- dry up oh, they, they i wonder sh- if they can make it they shrivel a, a 68 up. caliber i wonder orby could they make a 68 caliber orby mm-hmm. that starts off as the size of an airsoft I asked this question and i believe the answer was it was too heavy by the time you reabsorbed uh, a 68 caliber. God damn it, oh. Zuby, taking all the fun out of it. That was a great <laughs> idea. But what about if they made holes in it? So an innovative product. So they whistle when you they shoot go- them. Now, George <laughs> Hay has also said, what about the C3? Right. Was that where you were going with I was that? Going, yeah, I just wanted to mention George Hayes' comment in the chat. Yeah, I agree. The C3 using propane is an accelerant. Not accelerant, but a propellant. <laughs> yes, no, I think here you could say accelerant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, or to that end, just... Markers that don't use compressed air. Period. Yeah. I think in our lifetime, we're going to see a battery-powered paintball gun where you won't have to use high-pressure air. Airsoft does it. Samsung batteries from their phones. So you would just have, instead of the C3 melting in your hand, you'd have your paintball gun melting in your there's hand. No why, there's fire. no reason why with battery technology, you couldn't wear a pod-sized battery in, in your pack. <laughs> Or something on your back and have a wire. <laughs> fanny look, packs. Look, look, yeah, look where fanny packs, or you can wear it over your front. But look, look at could wireless, you wireless blue, Look at wireless Bluetooth charging. How far away is that? Yeah. So I, I, I think you're going to see. You Bobby, could see uh, it in our. I'll be doused. Says AGD sidearm. Yeah. I don't know what. And pardon my thing. Why was AGD sidearm? Why? Why would that? Like, you know, what, it, it was just another. It, and it was designed for training. It wasn't used. For paintball, but it shot. Yeah. It, it, but it had the speed. It had the speed of a air gun designs automatic. But just think, he could. And it fed without rocking back and forth. And, and Tom K could, t- like could reconfigure the AGD sidearm because he would have the same technology to be mag fed. Man, look, that thing would. He's looking up dinosaurs and DB Cooper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Dan and Hardy. That's why I was kind of surprised when mag fed first started coming out. I was like, why aren't people taking old AGD markers and mag feeding them? Yeah. Well, Dan, Dan and Hardy in the live chat says Tesla paintball gun. All you need to do is get Elon Musk to play paintball once. No, no, no. I bet you he it, would. It'll be Elon Musk. This is not a paintball gun. <laughs> yes. How old is this kid? This kid's got to be like three or something like that, right? So we got a few years before child, whatever the letters and numbers. What's his and wife's name? Girls. Sorry? Isn't it Grimes? That's I don't know what, what a real that's, name that's, that's, It's grimy. Okay. Yeah. Her brother was Frank. Right. Um, mm. So what is the son's name then? I don't know. It's like some that formula. Was like a math, math equation or something. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's going to be too cool no, for the room. Um, apparently he had to... Yeah. They had to, they legally can't put symbols or something in his name, so they, they had to pick a different What about name. Prince? He's just a symbol. Not is anymore. he still alive? No. no I was going to say. No. no. Yeah. Not anymore. 
God rest his soul. Here's your pancakes, bitches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah St- Stephen. Gavin uh, got it. I did get it. <laughs> Stephen Barr says uh, Samsung Note. Yes, that's what I was going for. Thank you. Mm. All, All right. right. Any other innovative products? XAEA-12. Just trying to think. Um, what about the Magna Loader? What's that? Oh, that thing? No. Come on. <laughs> the ma- no, seriously. Pick a, okay, so it's a, it was an electric loader. It was an Empire it's loader. Like, and think of a loader, how you have the, the loaders like this. In dead center, you have the feed stack sure. and you have the battery tree on the back. Move the feed stack in the dead center all the way to the front. Oh, so that So the entire loader is hanging off the back. It's yeah. like a newer version of an egg. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why it didn't work. <laughs> Bob, yeah. Bob Spicer said, what about the Model 85 tech? That used... That was made in Canada by Para Ordnance in Scarborough, yeah. a firearms manufacturer, and it used 22 caliber primers to shoot a 38 caliber paintball Did, at about three 475 feet per who, second, fully automatic. Who who wrote that in there? Bob Spicer. Did you text Bob and tell him to ask that question so you could talk about that? No, he just said <laughs> it. I just I could have, I suppose, but. Australia checking in. We got Tom Pearson as well. Good um, So now that all the Aussies are checking in, we should probably move on to the next question. I guess. All Let's right. talk about shoveling snow again so they get confused. Let's talk about Vegemite and the difference between Vegemite and Vegemite light. Or Marmite. What's better? Ooh. Oh. We're going to have a poll going right now. <laughs> Marmite all is... Right. I don't, I don't want to start fight on air. Yeah, like, okay. <laughs> you know where I stand. Yeah, it's upside down. He's in distress. <laughs> yeah, there we go. For the record, right. Gavin has not eaten any of that tube in a year. No, years? I have a jar at home. <laughs> so I'm good. All right, next question uh, comes to us from Ezra Frenzai. He wants to know, was it ever possible to freeze a paintball? We all hear the stories. Are they all liars or was there ever a time in the paintball world that you could do such a thing? Yes, it requires liquid nitrogen. And the paint gets so brittle that it literally breaks apart if you try to shoot it. I've never frozen any. I know we've left some at the field for weeks on end that have frozen. And all it seems to do is make them sort of misshapen. And they just kind of, they're like as Josh says, they're just super brittle. And they're not really frozen all the way through. Now, saying that it was all water-based, I'm going to throw to Joseph, who played originally with oil-based paint. Would that would you be able to do so? I, I think I think the original Nelson paintballs probably wouldn't freeze because they're oil based. Then GI's um, frostbite has some oil in it, but remember what's what was the RP sheer polar ice? Polar ice. Polar ice would not was fantastic paint in cold awesome. weather, but it would not work in a flat line barrel in the cold. Do you guys remember I that? Do, yeah. It would just shred blowing out for some polar, reason. It was polar slush. It was for some reason it reacted or it must have heated because the inside of a flat line barrel was textured. Textured. Yeah. And it must have heated or reacted with the shell and you could not shoot a polar ice paintball out of a flat line barrel in cold weather. Goop came yeah. out. Conversely, if you do the same thing that we did and leave paint in our outdoor uh, shipping container for several weeks and then try to shoot it in the summertime, it's kind of the same thing. It kind of just swolls. Doesn't get doesn't get brittle, but it still just gets ripped apart in the breach. Yeah. Swolls. Swolls. It's really soft. It's That's... like when I go to the gym. I get swolls. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I, just I didn't put, mean I just it that way, but yes. Put um, that... 
So sorry, Ezra, I'm not quite sure. You know, everybody's heard a story, uh, particularly before you started playing paintball, that, oh, you can freeze paintballs, can really, really hurt. But those are I think, just urban legends uh, within within the sport. But yeah, yeah I don't know if, uh, if anybody's actually attempted if, it if I, and been successful exiting from a barrel. But yeah, I have no idea. If I wanted nasty, nasty paint, I'd go to like a box store or somewhere that sells paint that has no right selling paint that obviously was like years and years old and buy some old, hard as rock paint that would be yeah that's why i'm not really a, like a byop guy like you know if you have a big game and guys guys bring their own paint to it and they've been in their garage yeah. for two years because they haven't played in a while or they got a bag or a tube you know because they haven't played in a while and they put that through their gun that stuff's nasty and there's a reason why like byop yes is cheaper and it's it's better for the the consumer but not for safety man like if you ever get shot with one of those you would not be a happy camper. Is it better for the consumer because they're getting hit with old paint? They're getting Initially, hit with like dye, that, bad hey, I, dye I bring my own paint that I whatever, I, but it might muck up their gun. It certainly is not. Yeah, I don't know if it's better for the consumer. And sorry, uh, on the side, Tony Pearson in the chat says, "Don't just Vegemite, you cheese curd eating monkeys." Uh, <laughs> oh, monkeys! I'm, I def <laughs> definitely not uh, going to just Vegemite. I'm a big Vegemite proponent. I eat it almost every day. Uh, I think I put on a little bit too much than the regular uh, Aussie would, but uh, I, I quite enjoy it. So, cheese what's wrong with the best? Curds? Just because yes. you can't get them, you <laughs> kangaroo. Is it, oh, you know what? It, you know what? I bet it is. Australia. Australia is so hot all the time cheese, that if they, they eat cheese, they just go like that. That's why they, rot. they're the ones that invented cheese spray. So he's just so bitter because everything there will kill him. If he walks out the door, he's got spiders and spider ants. And, and clearly, you've never been to my house. Aboriginal folks. I don't know. Um, They'll we, kill him? I don't know. <laughs> Where are you going with that? That's the wrong <laughs> continent. They have aboriginals yeah. in, uh, yeah, in but Australia. Not the, you know, do the clicking language. It's not like they're cannibals. They're not have you cannibals. not ever seen the movie of The Gods Must Be Crazy? That's not in Australia. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yeah, I, yeah it is. No, it was filmed not. in Australia. It was based in another country. It was, it was filmed in Australia. There you go. There you're you go. I don't, I, I don't know that. Out, you're bailing out his racism. I was just seeing if okay, you went yeah. along with it. Okay, I have the details on that here this will no, prove you don't. right That's your read sheet planet eclipse guys every game bunker or gunfight has its story now is the time to pull the trigger on a planet eclipse product whether you are storming the beach or laning the snake make sure your story has a happy ending planet eclipse creators of happy endings oh i was looking for your movie but now i'm going to read this <laughs> plumes poofs and clouds eg smokes gives you the cover color and contrast you need if you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture pull a pin on an eg product hashtag pop smoke and watch their social media for new releases at shot show maybe take a picture and send in your picture and maybe you can have your picture posted air ups inflatables designed to hold air all day designed and manufactured in america by brent davis and his crew nothing can beat air ups air ups thick welded seams stainless steel hardware multiple color and print options are available so don't let your game be deflated get airups.com rome was not built in the day but you sure can good look <laughs> look good wow sure can look good while doing it ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages everything you need to look good on the road to victory Use the promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your order. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament ready, battle proven, available worldwide. DLX, inspired by the best, DLX has 
created the new benchmark and high performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues with a light, sleek and fast marker, the TM40, only available at DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you're sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves you the riding to you. Charge and go day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off your order at ride519.com. The right tools for the job. Engineered personal grooming tools that provide safe skin technology, powerful performance, wireless charging, and all-conditioned waterproof performance. Use the promo code BTB20 to save 20% on your Manscaped purchase. What is another name for your balls? That'll be the topic of discussion for the next week's show. Package. We skimmed over this today. Do you guys like that? I do indeed. Nice. Yeah, new camel barrel mates. That's awesome. The only problem is if you drop it in the field, yeah, you it's gone. It's yeah. gone. You're tickered. Yeah, there's only certain things you don't want camel on a paintball field. But uh, good for them. Looks good. Is um, one of them your balls? Um, I, I have some information. <laughs> no, you on want the, those camouflage? I have some filming information on the filming location of the Gods Must oh, Be Crazy. Go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, Johannesburg, South Africa. We're going to pull a muscle. To see Namibia. Kalari, Botswana, and South Africa. So it wasn't even filmed in Australia. Nothing. What was the story Nothing. based upon, though? Um, the story, oh, a comic <laughs> allegory about a traveling Bushman who encounters a modern civilization and, a civilization and its stranger aspects, including a clumsy scientist and a band of revolutionaries. And he has a sidekick that's a koala bear. You've lost this. All right, just move on. Just, yeah. right, I'm fighting. Just tap out. Seriously, I I've never was seen Australia. that movie. Is it good? It, it's, it's quite good, yes. What, do you it. think it's worth a rewatch though? Uh, it's probably going to lose some of its magic, you know. Well, yeah, they theaters. wouldn't have had like they didn't have cell phones back then, and what well, was the it was the Coke bottle that yeah, started true. the whole thing. Yeah, that's true. What year did that movie come out? I've never. heard I of would it. say eighty five, maybe. <laughs> Matt, that sounds like after show material. <laughs> oh, shut your racist mouth! Well, nineteen eighty. Okay. Okay. Oh, so it was it was out before I was born? Oh, oh, you still got more questions, right? I do have a few more questions. Okay, uh, let's jump back into my sack. Uh, so Tom Pal- uh, Tom pa- Tom Palmer wants to know: an all Canadian league uh, play regionally, win that, meet in the middle. Thoughts? Um, so it was. It has been attempted, my friends. The Simpsons did do it. Um, no, uh, the Canadian Paintball League. So there was the CXBL, which had how many provinces at its sort of a, in its heyday. Uh, there was the Atlantic for sure, yeah. Quebec League, and uh, the Western. Ontario, West, Western so as well. Alberta, BC. So I think um, that in theory it was fantastic, uh, but in functionality it became problematic yeah. because in Canada geographically, Canada is vast. It's huge, and yeah. you know um, it's sporadic in terms of uh, in terms of paintball population. So it was a tremendous expense, sort of yeah. out west. Well, or west east didn't have a big enough paintball yeah. culture to support it, so they dropped first. East did. Um, but they uh, they were drawing up teams from the states, um, and they're they're they were they were doing well on their own. Um, so when that kind of started falling apart, the central was the only strong one at that point. Yeah. The NXL does a good job by having regional and and other tournament series that feed in and 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 whatnot. And eventually, Canada will get to that point. But could but but now. But now, with that model they use, could we try? Could could the, a newer version be reintroduced now with the at advance advance of discount carriers like Flair Airlines? 
oh, where true. it's much more economical to move move your teams and entourages from one part of the country to the other. But with you, NXL, guys are doing that anyways. Oh. They're flying from like you know New York to like they're they're flying cross country. So for Canada, that like that's that's easily doable as you say. But the problem is, if out west doesn't have a big enough paintball scene, oh, and we don't have enough. Do you know what I mean? Like they can't produce something locally, then I guess they would. We, it wasn't sustainable, right? But they they were losing yeah. money on the on those. And it uh, was divisions. GI's sort of pet project that they were running it, and, and they, they collapsed. Couldn't, they and, couldn't do it. And Valken took it over, and then. But Valken only took over the when it was central. Central, yeah. but I, I just don't think there's enough in paint. There's there's enough going on in Canada paintball to to warrant it. But like Joe's right, like there's no difference between Canada and the states, with, and Canadians are traveling too with their teams down to these places. There's just not enough people. Yeah, keep in mind Canada is almost twice the size of America and has 300 million people less than America does. Yes, sir. Yeah. Just to put things in perspective. Doesn't the state of California alone outnumber Canada's population? Yes. It's got to be pretty so. close if not. Canada is the Rocky Mountains. Canada is Prince Edward Island. Canada is a country made of love. <laughs> we are the world. Anybody else know? What kind of crap no, have you know. been watching? Oh, my God. You don't remember this that from elementary school? But no. isn't this land made for you and me? <laughs> this land is our land. Anyway, um, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's. And the CPPL, may, yes, did, did do stuff in Alberta. Uh, CXPL was out of. California's 39 million. So BC, it's bigger than Victoria Canada. Area, I believe. What is Canada? 30, 33, 34 million. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about one more question before we uh, cinch up the sign? Oh, no, maybe a couple here. Texas is almost as big. Uh, Nick Kelly wants to know what do you think is the lightest marker in the market today? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, the MG100. Falcon had a. The Proton. Or the Proton. Proton. And it was ridiculous. The Empire Mini was ridiculous. But the thing is, like, at what point is too light going to be an issue? Because you need resistance. You can't just have something like if you had a marker made of styrofoam or the width of weight of styrofoam, you'd never be able to aim it and move it properly. Like, you need some sort of weight. I appreciate guns are losing ounces every year, but there comes to a point where... How much... There was talk that um, Budor's special 40th anniversary... WG Tactical um, was going to be pretty light because it was going to have a titanium grip frame and the front end was going to be titanium. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> if he comes out with this, I need to be able to afford it. <laughs> yeah. um, I think Bud's just going to punch Joe right in the face the next time he sees him. <laughs> Bond chick's going to hand mini. him a drawing. Joe's going to go, what's this? You Punch him through the paper. Yeah. Would sidearms count? Because those are fairly light. But an Empire Mini, I bet you, is lighter than a TIPX. So you put a 48.3 Yeah, on but it. I bet the yeah. Renegade's lighter than all those. The Renegade? Yeah. Is that the right one? What are you thinking Wait, of? The, it's the pistol. Which one? Which pistol? The Tipman one. TIPX? No. The 43 caliber one. Oh, the Menace. You're talking about the... Menace. Oh, the Menace. Yeah, yeah. That was GI. What did I call it? The Renegade? GI. Yeah. Renegade. And I was like, oh, I'm going to Google that quickly. Was GI? I, 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 heard, I heard the other day that Tittman's coming out with a new MagFed pistol. Done lost someone, my brain. Someone told me... They're all MagFed. They're coming out with a new one. <laughs> okay. They're not all MagFed pistols. So as opposed to the new one where it has a hopper on it. Which, which pistol's not MagFed? Tittman pistol or in general? Tittman pistol. 
I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to be like that? I heard Ford's coming out with a new car has four wheels, Gavin. Well, they all have four Fight wheels. Okay, George Hayes says Dangerous Power E1 weighs less than two pounds, but we want guns that work. Now you add that in. Okay, here we go. It is weightless if it's just sitting on your table. (laughs) If you're not holding it because it doesn't work. If it's like my omen and it's a thousand pieces, I mean, we're talking about half an ounce here. All right, last question comes to us from the Instagram world from Fergie PB. He wants to know, my question is about the CF20 mags for the MG100. What are the good and bad about them? We saw them at Extravaganza last year. We did. Yep. They're pretty slick. I'm not going to lie to you. Like if I, I, I think that's that's gonna that's gonna be one of the industry leads this year. I can't know? answer anything bad about it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think you need to save your save your coins and get yourself a bunch. Indeed, for sure. Gavin has some inside information. Dave sent him a message. Yes, I have a vast knowledge of it. <laughs> nice. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. It's, Nine o'clock. We should probably end the show on Facebook and head over to our podcast. Sure. Uh, after show and continue to broadcast over on YouTube. So if you're watching us live on Facebook right now, guys, we're going to end the stream in just a mo- in a few moments. If you're listening to us on our podcast or watching us live on YouTube, don't go anywhere. We're still going to continue to broadcast. So even though we're saying goodbye to our Facebook friends, stay tuned or head on over to YouTube to catch the rest of the show. Uh, Josh, thank you for coming on the show and thank you for tonight not being bitter at all. Oh, I was not supposed to be bitter. Can we go back and redo it? <sighs> Too late. All right, never mind. Whatever. And Joe Kimson from Flaggers Paintball. Thanks everyone for tuning in tonight. It's Garbage Night in Canada, and we'll see everybody next week on Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Pew pew. And uh, Garvin Sharma. Always great to be here, folks, and see Josh get really angry. Uh, that's the highlight of my week. Uh, my hi- other highlight of the week is uh, watching you guys in the chat, and thank you so much for your participation and support of the show. Hit like and share on the way out. And if you're so inclined, slide on over to the YouTubes for our after show. Yeah, or slide on over to Bob Spicer. He's uh, having a soak right now in his hot tub. Thank you to Matt for pushing the buttons. What's up? And we'll see you guys next week. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. I can see it. All right, we are back. Um, That was a good show. It we was. didn't get to the topic. We nope. didn't get to prices right. That's okay. Your mail time questions were great. Do you have any more left? Uh, not no. For, not for the nope. after show, but nope. for next week? No. Since no up. Socks in your SS. We're, while, we're, Hello. while we're chit-chatting. Oh, you got some. What is that? What I don't is know, that? Matt, if you can find uh, that camera or not. That. So this uh, Joe got me for Christmas. It's uh, Pepper's Golden it's Lager. This is the play. beer that they have on Letterkenny for all of you that have watched Letterkenny, you would know it. For those of you that never seen Letterkenny, do yourself a favor and find it. Even if you just go on YouTube and just uh, just watch a couple of their short clips, uh, see if it's something that uh, you'd like. But Letterkenny, ladies and gentlemen. But I thought I would take some of this here and pass it along and let you guys have an opportunity to, to, to try some. Josh, will you do the honor of just kind of passing them around? There's a couple glasses here. Well, we can also oh, we got sip, fresh we, glasses? We can all take a sip from the cans, pass it around. Yeah, it's COVID kind of season. It's hobo, good. Hobo yeah. style. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't need that. Gavin knows everything about the whole. Do you have a, do you have a three cups? Oh, here. I, I'll just there's pour it into this couple of And there's a um, cup for Gavin. That, I, I would say I stand corrected. Not corrected, but I 
I'm in awe of your hobo uh, experience. You did not. Here, Todd, are did you going to have some? Did you not yeah. take a trip with your little people and uh, learn about the whole hobo culture? I, d- I did. I learned about hobo symbols. That's right. It would leave yeah. symbols on towns going into town to let you know whether or not the local jail was good. Uh, whether locals are yep. friendly to panhandlers, if there was a whorehouse, if there's a, yeah. there a good place to get a hot meal, like it was, yeah, Wouldn't it was. that be the same? But yes. <laughs> yeah, well, they're all wow. the same if you think about it. <laughs> this is the after show, ladies That's and gentlemen. That's right. No, but yeah, I, I saw the same, I'd not, whatever, but I've, I've heard the same thing. So like when you'd get off at wherever, you'd see these hobo symbols and you'd be like, okay, I can go get a. There's a place to sleep over here that they're not going to bug you. Don't unpack your bundle. It's a it's a town. It's that's kind that's down. kind of like The Walking Dead, where they had they were using symbols in certain towns and things like this. Beer's okay. Yeah, it's good. I'm not a beer. I like how there's zero punctuation in that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind that. I'm not a. It's good, Matt. Nobody's drinking out of this. It's if not so like bad. Try some of it. It's not ten ply. That's a beer snob, so we'll wait for his. Uh, Don't his they? I thought they had Gus and Brew. Gus and Brow. I've only Gus and Brow is the gonna... beer they drink. Poppers is the whiskey they're drinking. Okay. I uh, they have I think. a new season that's out, and I'm rewatching from the beginning because I want to. I don't want to go into it. I want to go into it prepared. In case there's a storyline. <laughs> uh, if you like that one, I think you'll get a kick out of Reservation Dogs. Reservation dogs. Reservoir dogs. It's like letter. Seen... It's like Leonard Kenny, but on the res. Oh, okay. It's a group of four kids. It's, it's is it can- like is, it's good. is it Canadian though? No, I don't think so because okay. they're based in Oklahoma. Okay, like it's an Oklahoma reservation. It might be Canadian for all I know. Okay, I don't if you know. look at it, does it look Canadian? It does. <laughs> like you, you, my favorite okay. part though is the you know the tracker in. Um, the Western show was um, Yellowstone. Yeah. The guy yeah. with the braids. Yeah. He plays the cop in that, but he's like a little bit of a goof. They call him White Horse because he's like, he's a cop. His car is always broken down. It's like, it's just, it's so weird to watch this polar opposite between Yellowstone, where he's like this super serious, really good at his job guy, and then, <laughs> and then Reservation Dogs, where he spends most of the time looking for a toilet because he's got gut rot. <laughs> oh, yeah pretty funny but i did mention that like and everybody laughed you can tell a canadian made show oh yeah uh-huh. <laughs> just by watching it's genuinely funny <laughs> no but i mean i love canada we have some great content here but, but our shows are awful but our, some yeah. of the, you know whatever they produce on cbc it's Kim's just, convenience now that's a good show though it is but it's terrible it is it, you know yeah, like, in yeah. the same way corner gas was funny but terrible. I would say Corner Gas is one of the better Canadian was shows. Better than Kim's Convenience, albeit funny. I, it's I do really like hobo Kim's and yeah. it's really bad. Um, uh, Red Green was horrible, oh, but that's a shtick. Like that, but that was a yeah. shtick. Right? Okay, but, let, but Corner Gas, I, I I watched every proudly watched every episode of that. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the, um, uh, Reservation Dogs is, seems to be entirely Oklahoma. Okay, so it's not okay. Yeah. We uh, we talk briefly on the show every week about Yellowstone, and now that it's over. I did a I, I did a, a search. Did you guys see that video? I, I did. You? I watched the video. That's pretty cool. So the tr- the six 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 ranch. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot actually, to watch that. Yeah, you should watch it. So it's so one hundred forty three thousand five hundred sixty acres yeah. or something. So back in eighteen forty six, this guy won a parcel of land out of a poker game, and then started, with four sixes. And yeah, and that's then, where the name and came then from. Started buying land, and as he was more successful, he just bought more land, bought more ranches, and he just had. So, anyways, he accumulated, as Joe said, that many ran- that many acres, um, and then he willed it 
to his daughter, who then, but then also entrusted it to to her her daughter, right? And now she passed away last year or the year before, and now it's up for sale. So if you want a parcel of the land, the whole thing, or anything like this, company's now selling it all off. But that that's maybe why, how Yellowstone was able to use its name. Maybe they got right, it right, inexpensively right. or whatever. Anyways, um, but I thought that was neat. And then I watched this this, uh, this thing. So you know the guy... So we talk about craft services for TV and stuff, and we're always fixate, fixating on food. Well, the guy that produces all the food and craft services for all the cast and crew of Yellowstone is actually in the show. He's okay. the cook. Oh, okay. Gator. They've given him a couple of times where he could get on the show, and he never asked to be. They just pulled him in and said, hey, and his name is Gator. <laughs> hey, you've already got your apron on. Can yeah. you mind going stand <laughs> exactly. on set? <laughs> oh, that's neat. Exactly. And he's, he's uh, got a Cajun influence, and he's showing some of the meals that he pre- preps for the for the crew. But I just thought that was pretty cool. And uh, they eat a lot of barbecue. <laughs> he's got this massive tow-behind trailer that's a that, that's a massive barbecue. He was doing uh, 24 turkeys, like full full turkeys. Any, anyways, I, I just thought it was interesting. But, uh, yeah. So if it's 143,500 acres and they're selling it for $1,350 an acre, yeah. it's $193,725,000 thereabouts to buy wow. To buy the 6-6 six, six yeah. ranch. And the house that the Duttons live in is actually a lodge, not a house. But there, there is people that own it privately, and you can not Airbnb it, but there are, there are, you can rent it out. Um, and the set designers that came in and took over the, the the lodge and made it into the house, they leave the the stuff there all the time. So, so all I, year I round. think we need to take a trip uh, to Missoula, visit B, crash at her place, and then go be extras on uh, Yellowstone. Yeah. They're starting to film. There's a fifth season. There was this one. Just jackasses sent- with tiger stripe on in the background. <laughs> I just sent B a text, actually, a message, actually, and I'll read it to you guys. Um, so this is kind of weird. Have you ever looked up the measurement of an acre? No. 425 by 425, isn't it, or something like that? You're talking about feet. What's the traditional measurement for measuring an acre? I don't know. It's something like it's like fourteen cubits. Yeah, it's oh, something by one hundred and eighty-three yeah. rope lengths or something. It, it, I was like, because I googled it one time because I wanted to understand like how many square feet it was. I was like, what's the acre of an acre? And I'm like, what the hell is this? Was something to do with measuring on a rope or something like that? It was like, um, it was weird. Well, just like hands of uh, horses too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's fourteen hands high. So what the hell does that mean? And you know the girl that plays Beth on that show? Yep. I did not realize she had an accent. She started talking, and I'm like, hold on a second. Yeah, it's I, called acting. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> called acting. Well, they're Amazing. Not, they're yeah. professionals. It's called acting. Okay, I so, have to go pick up Parker. Okay. So whatever. Good Good for them. A good for them. Afita Zane, my friends. Well, we are running a we are running a little bit late. Shall we finish this since Joe has to leave? Well, you so, guys can. The other thing I to want to talk about is I sent you guys a link to Seinfeld. So, so Seinfeld, there's a video out there, and maybe I, I don't know where I can post it, but um, they took all of the movie references um, to where they referenced or copied a movie and played it side by each and broke into the Seinfeld cut of it versus the actual movie cut of it. <laughs> Yeah, if you get a if you get a chance to watch, you should definitely watch. Are you wearing your darn slippery socks? <laughs> yes. I will admit I, I wore my darn I tough socks for the first time uh, two days ago. 
when we uh, whatever night that we went out for that that walk, oh, it was good. Yep. It worked. Yeah, I was. It kept my, kept my toes warm. Warm and they're comfortable with the full cushion. I love them. Mm. Love them. There's a sock company that markets on XM that they take your foot measurement and actually have. So instead of saying like I have, you know, I wear a size oh, like nine, a, to like a nine to eleven, twelve or something. Yeah. yeah, they take your foot measurements or your foot size. They make it for your foot, or you buy it by your foot size. I thought it was a good idea because there's sock socks that I bought that were like between nine and twelve. Yep. And then, like, it, you're, there's extra stuff at the toe or your heels up by your That's ankle. where you put your newspaper if it's too big. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the biggest crock of shit in the clothing industry. Socks? But you pull out a pair of socks. Fits men's 6 to 12. No, it doesn't. Just because you can get it on doesn't mean it fits. <laughs> Let's get it on. Yeah. <laughs> you want me to dim the lights? <laughs> <laughs> Could we? Jeez. Yeah. Put your lipstick on. Um, I'm not... <laughs> This got real sideways <laughs> in a hurry. It sure left. And I want to apologize. All the, the, the people that have been downloading lately, I don't know, something happened after Christmas. We had a we had a bump in our podcast numbers. Wherever you guys are coming from and uh, whoever whoever you are that are watching it, I, I, I do appreciate people, it. Thank you people for, got more data for Christmas. Maybe that's yeah, maybe what it is. Maybe people were so desperate for different content than their, than their family. Yeah. <laughs> now, okay, so going back to what you're saying i didn't realize that seinfeld had copied movies yeah so any reference that was like a movie really? reference or other well most of it was movie references did you watch it matt yes i did i think i just watched an episode of seinfeld today um and i don't think they got in the uh midnight cowboy reference where george buys john Voight's lebaron yeah i'm trying to think of some of the examples that were in there matt um there's a lot but Stella, uh, JFK, yeah, I yeah got that JFK. One. So it's funny in the movie they they yeah. they play yeah. that and the 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 spitting incident back to back, and you're like, oh, that's so perfect. Yep. And it's like I felt so cringe because it was like a complete plagiarism, but it was a mockery of it. I yeah. whatever. So. Well, Wayne Knight was in both of those, and he was Seinfeld too. That's right. JFK. That's right. The same scene. So I just love the fact that at the end they meet up with the uh, the baseball player. And he's like, Keith no, Hernandez? Keith, Keith Hernandez is like, no, that was so-and-so in the bush yeah. on the knoll. And then Kramer, like, no, like, thought process at all. Turns out, I was like, you want to hang out? Like, it just goes from hating the guy for years to like, do you want to be friends? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he ask him to help move or something? Yeah. Yeah. He asked yeah. him to help move. And he's like, we're in. Newman, you coming? Well, Kramer was against it initially. And then he immediately decides to volunteer to help him move. Yeah. Oh. What was that? I just took a swig of my drink because I thought it was what I was drinking prior to the beer. I'm not a beer drinker. Whatever. I I, I took a full swig of it. Oh, it's not bad. I guess. (laughs) Beer for me has to be cold and it has to be on a hot summer day and maybe preferably on a patio, you know, or at a resort. Okay. Beer has its place. It's like drinking hot chocolate. You drink it on a cold winter's day. You don't drink it any other time, right? I could drink beer all day. Yep. And I said, if I ever, if I found a non-alcoholic beer that I actually taste like beer and I enjoyed, really? I'd be drinking that all day. Yeah, really. Good the, for you. The only reason why I don't drink it all day is because one, my liver, and I can't be drunk. Uh, but it, yeah, like I, I love the taste of beer, like especially a dark beer, full flavor. I would yeah. drink that all day. It sounds strange, but I tried a PC brand non-alcoholic beer, and it was good. Mm. Okay, so yeah. we'll chat afterwards because yeah, like I, I would, I would drink that all day. Like um, I've had Prohibition, which is 
horrible. Mm. I've had a, a Labatt <laughs> yeah. one, which is horrible as well. Oh, just the like point five. Sarasota. Yeah. I did Sarasota when I was a kid. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I envy you guys for liking beer, and furthermore, I envy people who really like coffee, and not just coffee, but like the taste of coffee. You know, black, straight up, oh, okay. and can tell the notes and the differences, because it seems but, to be something I would get into. I really like chocolate. I, do, I enjoy dark chocolate. I, there's certain ones I like. There's certain beans that I've tried. And for me, like if I had coffee, like something I could drink during the day that I really enjoy, that like... I, I like wine, but I'm I'm not a wine snob. I, I, I kind of know what I like and know what I don't, but I don't have a, a, a palate that could tell the difference between right. good and bad wine. But for those that can do coffee, and I know that there's a trend with weighing your coffee and doing all this sort of stuff, and I probably get right into that because if it was food that I'd like, I, I would be all over it. But I, I don't, unfortunately, I, like it. But it looks like a culture I would I would I would really enjoy getting into. For me, it depends a lot on the coffee. Like if it's Tim Hortons. Starbucks, McDonald's, and I get coffee. I have to have sugar and cream in it because that, it's where I was going. Cra- to. I'm sorry, really? but it's crap. Even at home, even at home, I have sugar and cream. That's why I can never be a, a coffee connoisseur because I would always kill it with like a, with cream and sugar. In but it. you see, at home, I've got select beans of coffee that I thoroughly enjoy. Hmm. Like I've got Black Rifle Coffee's AK47 is just dynamite, and I can drink that. No cream, no sugar. In fact, if there's sugar or cream or honey in it, I don't like it. Yeah. After a couple of copies of that, cups of coffee of that, though, don't you feel like you're some sort of hummingbird of some type? <laughs> oh, um, it takes one cup of AK-47 and you're... But here's the thing. Yeah. I find with coffee, if you drink the right amount, it gives you this little bump and you really... Like, it really, really sets in. But people drink too much yeah I and they sort of overdose on the coffee it's and then true. it's like i had a coffee this morning and it didn't work it's like yeah because you drank too much and can't well because i'm a little bit longer in the tooth than you joshua um i can't drink happy in afternoon or else i can't sleep at all like really? It, wow. yeah, yeah. It really impacts i me. guess because i i've kind of given up pop for like drinking with a meal um and if i had pop for dinner i'd probably feel it feel it at night but I, I kind of, again, I wish I liked coffee because I would like to be able to have that caffeine boost. About 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock, especially during COVID when I'm not doing much, I could have a nap. But um, almonds. Almonds? Go with the almonds, yeah. Uh, why? You'll get the, you'll get the natural uh, energy boost in the almonds. Okay. Yeah, yeah but they're okay. high in fat, are they not? Yeah, but it's good fat. I buy almonds. Sure. Are they the Does same? Does it look like I'm concerned about <laughs> my fat intake, man? <laughs> have you ever um, successfully pulled off the caffeine now no okay so there's it took me a month to get it right but at 12 30 if you if i take a shot of cap just one shot of cappuccino okay not a long shot 30 second pour 30 seconds if i can fall asleep close to after that for half an hour 25 minutes to half an hour you wake up gone it is phenomenal huh. it is the deepest sleep I ever have. Sounds like something happens to me when I drink. If when I was young, if I would drink so much, I'd get to that point where I'm like, you know, I'm done. And you have a little na- nap. You wake up like an hour, forty five minutes later, and you're like, I, I'm just gone. ready you know, to go. It's, now it's eleven o'clock at night, and you're the guy that's like four o'clock in the morning. You're still going. Yeah, yeah. but see, uh, apparently that if you have a coffee and you get sleepy afterwards for about twenty minutes, apparently that is the perfect amount of caffeine for your body. Because everybody's tolerance is different, right? 
So for me, it's about 150 to 200 milligrams of caffeine, which is about a shot of espresso. Dwayne but if King's I can hit that caffeine nap, yeah. I'm <laughs> flying for the rest of the afternoon. So it's Dwayne phenomenal. King in the live chat says, I wish coffee gave me a buzz. And Dan Hardy says, uh, coffee makes me sleepy too. Could it be, and pardon my, my, my ignorance on this, but could it be that all the sugar that's in the coffee? The cream. That if makes you, you sleepy. If you have cream, at least like a warm but, cream. But like if you milk. have a sugar rush, you get a crash right after oh, that, true. right? Yeah. Yep. So between that and the warm, curdled cream that's that you're thinking, drinking. That's like, warm milk, right? Well, yeah. see, and that's the other thing. You can tell you're not a coffee guy because you don't put honey in it. Mm. If I've you're really into coffee, yeah. you're not using sugar. You use honey. Huh. That's just what I call waitresses at the Waffle House. I don't sugar. Use <laughs> you no, say honey. honey, I say sugar. <laughs> and it's actually pronounced sugar. 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 <laughs> I took, so Joe and I went down to World Cup this year and we went to a Waffle House because I said like, every time I've ever gone to a Waffle House, it's just a, a it's a dirty experience, but it's, it's awesome. It's like the best place for a hangover. It's like, well, let's go. Like we have no other place to go. Uh, for breakfast, so we went to the Waffle House, and it was like it's the one on on the main drag and in, in celebration, and it's you know ce- celebration is a very touristy area. Everything is very clean and fancy. They got the buildings with big mermaids on it for tourist traps. And then there's this little tiny building, the Waffle House, kind of just after the bridge, kind of hidden. And you go in there, and it's the same thing. Like they use their sleeve to wipe off the table and there's still crumbs (laughs) and like you know if they didn't use the fork they leave it there it just it it just seems that way i apologize yeah and the seat's still warm (laughs) so anyways you go there and like you know there's there's eggs and stuff on your plate and you're like is that someone else's like was that like gone through the dishwasher like it's hard and crusty what does this one look like it was washed off (laughs) it's still it was it was very good It, it, it was very good um I went to a Waffle House in Biloxi, Mississippi, um, probably about 10 years ago. Maybe, no, maybe 14 years ago. But they were still allowed to smoke nice. in the Waffle House. <laughs> but it was like, I walked in the door and they're like, do you want to sit in the smoking side or the not smoking side? I was like, what's the difference? She was like, one's on the left, the other's yeah. on the right. Yeah. <laughs> Denny's was like that too. Like, you used to go into a Denny's and for, the, for Canadians that are local to us, Tim Horton's, used to walk in and anything that you ate or drank from there had the taste of cigarettes because yeah. oh, it was just permanently a, it was like you're a restaurant in an ashtray and now you don't get any of that it actually tastes like what I it's remember supposed to. don't don't you dare say it tastes good because well, no, as a kid because no. clearly you talked about every donut you tasted like it, you could see the s- smoke bellowing out as you bit into yeah. it uh, and then as they're transitioning you know smoking section non-smoking section and do you remember for that brief period they had a glass in section yeah. it was just like yeah. the, the pariah pit yeah. <laughs> so so Matt and I used to the work the ceiling at, tiles uh, were yellow and the rest of the restaurant was white well they're, yeah. they're scraping in messages into the nicotine yeah. off the window yeah. so Matt and I used to work at a place it was a 2000 seat nightclub and that's back when you could smoke in the nightclub right like this is before all the non-smoking stuff so we'd leave at three o'clock in the morning turn the lights off lock the door i'd go in the next morning to open up for the cleaning crew and you'd open it up you'd turn the fluorescent lights on and it's still a haze (laughs) and it smells like like when you left for work that day from working the club that night you'd have to hang your clothes in your bathroom to let it air out before you washed it because if you threw it right away in the washing machine it wouldn't take that everything smell else out. would smell like it so so they, we would have to open all the doors even in the middle of the winter just to air the place out and filter that air through the building it was that bad and I mean you gotta remember like it's been years since people were able to smoke indoors but 
So I remember uh, I was bartending at the time, and I, I wasn't a smoker. But sitting right at right at the bar, they're smoking and they're blowing it into your, like I I don't yeah. know how many cartons I would smoke a night, uh-huh. and so every night I would go home and I'd shower after my shift, and you could smell the cigarette yeah. smoke off of your out of your pores well, it's and like, your hair. It's like Josh. Josh, remember when Josh went through his bad bingo gambling addiction? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> he was at the bingo hall every night. <laughs> okay, seriously though, when you were allowed to smoke in the bingo hall, I was there every night. Okay, <laughs> was he? Were you yes. really? Yes. Oh Jesus! Cambridge Junior golfers used to do this uh, fundraising night and we would be the card runners. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going like, and it was like the amount of money that we would raise for tournaments and doing all this kind of stuff. It was huge. So I remember like being at the bingo hall and like the next day, like just being at school, just hacking and coughing. Couldn't figure out why. And then they canceled the smoking indoors. The bingo hall almost closed. Yeah. Because yeah. of the lack of people. And like, I remember going for the first Saturday night bingo when they had no smoking. When we got inside, there were seven of us that were there to run cards. Yeah. And there but, was 10 people. But they opened up a, a big shelter, shelterini outside with heaters and yeah. stuff so people could take their darts outside. I remember, well, they didn't have that at the time. Yeah. I remember doing one of the charity bingos um, for an organization I was volunteering at. And I only did the shift once because those bingo people were mean. Oh, they, they were are. nasty. Yeah. Oh, they were mean. Like, you know, this is for charity, right? Yeah. If you bump <laughs> the table and a little troll doll falls over, yeah, you're done. Or if you didn't get the like the table on top, like I got old ladies who are running at who are yelling at you from the other side of the room, their arm fat, just a jiggling. Run! 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 He's about to call my number! Yeah. And like, de- so like, like dentures not properly affixed and like sliding out as they're yeah. Or the dentures sitting oh on the table. Gosh. Like now just, that you oh, say that, rotten. So my daughter was in Montessori and we used that place. Like we were able to utilize that place once every couple of weeks because all the charities rotated yep. through. And my wife and I went and ran a shift there and I will never do that again. Absolutely. And like, I, oh, yeah. God love you for, for loving bingo, but it was it was just it was gross and this was after the smoking thing but it was still just a, like the ceiling tiles were all charcoal yellow and it was uh it was I, a scene man yeah. it was a scene bingo people are nasty <laughs> we went when we were in college one saturday night because we we're like drunk we we're like what do we do let's go to the bingo hall because it's literally three blocks walk down from residence we go in there i won the jackpot I won twenty-two hundred dollars. They would have been angry at you, dude. We were yeah. followed home. They would have yeah. been angry at you. Like we're leaving, and like I remember calling the bingo right, and the guy at the back go, wrote you a check because they were. He was like, "I'm gonna write you a check because I'm not gonna give you cash." Yeah, and I was like, "I, I thought he was doing that because I was a college student, right?" And I'm like, "I'm not gonna go down the store and spend it on penny candy. Like <laughs> you can give me cash." And he's like, "No, it's safer this way." And I was like. <laughs> What? You're and not, he's like, yeah. He goes, you weren't here. a regular and you won. Yeah. yeah. And he goes, Taboo. here, leave. I was yeah. like, well, we're going to stay, have nope. a few more drinks. He goes, no, get out of here. <laughs> like in the parking lot, people were already in their minivan. Yep. Like just wait. And we started walking home. There's four minivans followed Crazy. us the whole way home. To rob you? Potentially? Yeah. Well, to beat him up. <laughs> well, yeah. I think some of the older ladies want a little more than to rob them. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a new lover? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, it was Bob Peter Spicer Burl. says uh, Cineplex is giving away free popcorn. I, my wife ordered popcorn not two or three nights oh. ago. Skip the dishes again, and I'm, I'm sitting on the couch. And I she invited me up to watch some TV. I said, "Okay, I'll I'll sit down with you." 
And uh, she goes, I'll be right back. I'm like, I just, you told me to, whatever, right? And uh, she goes, oh, there's someone at the door. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock at night. Who's at the door? And she comes around with a smirk on her face and she's got two big bags of popcorn. <laughs> That's great. Two, uh, what do you call them? Um, Fruitopia beverages and a couple of candy now, things. It's like, oh my God. Now, hang on. Was it still warm? Um, no, it was, it, it was okay. It was okay. But I mean, it was it was movie theater popcorn. It was pretty great. Perfectly ridiculous. So yeah. that seems like I'm a COVID that. price. No, it's not. That seems like a COVID price. Normally, it's astronomically expensive, and now they're giving it away for free. Yeah. Well, I think they're having a hard time getting Looking people random. in the theaters right yeah. now, for sure. Aren't they and closed? I, well, popcorn's very expensive to manufacture. <laughs> I heard it doesn't sit on shelves very long. <laughs> they come in like 50-pound bags of yeah. kernels. It's yeah. like crazy. I've worked I, at the bulk bar, and I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. There was a time where I bought, I don't know where it is. I think it's at the at the outdoor somewhere. But I have like an actual movie theater popcorn thing. It's a novelty one for your house. It's probably about a foot and a half wide by three feet tall. And it has like the actual like real butter goo and the kernels. And, and it, it all the butter or all the popcorn comes out like bright yellow. Yeah. And it's delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. Oh, well. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to our paintball podcast. Although none of this was paintball, <laughs> yeah. this, I, I will honestly say this paintball show tonight was the least paintball content we've ever done, and we've done shows with very little content before. So thank you for sticking it out with us tonight. Bingo. I, I really do appreciate. I'm all right. You. I'm in my tiger stripe hoodie. I'm in my safe place. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to start researching tiger stripe tiger stripe hoodies soon. As uh, soon cool. as I'm told that they they are a go, then I will. Uh, I'll let you guys know now, at home. Quick question for you: Up yeah. on the the show monitor there, yeah, you've had the picture of the camel barrel maids up for the entire. Did you yeah. do that on purpose? No, but you need some. <laughs> no, but I want some. Yeah, yeah, they are cool. I have a couple of new barrels. Do you have swabs. a swab guy? I need a swab guy. <laughs> I, I have a swab guy, and I've got a couple swabs, exalt swabs, waiting in the wings right now. I just haven't had the chance to use it, but hopefully that'll come soon. Yes, so, sir. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of this. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for uh, sticking with us tonight. And uh, unless you guys have anything else to say, we'll see you guys next week. Next week. Bye. Bye.